Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Coming to you live from Alola's Battle Royale Dome, it's the one, the only, Puckle Battlecast. <laughs> And welcome to episode 17 of Battlecast. I'm here today with two awesome co-hosts. We've got the colorful Claude Nine. Hello! And joining us for the first time, we've got Budget Shamu. Well, that's just uncalled for. Since Shamu's a whale, and you're Budget Shamu, does that make you like a dolphin? Well, I mean, Are you- yes. or- Orca's already dolphins, which means I think if I'm a discount dolphin, I think it just makes me a porpoise. Or hey, goldfish. you finally have a porpoise. <laughs> <laughs> In other news, I got a cool new button thing. <laughs> but anyway, we're not here to talk about my new toys from Amazon Prime Day. We're here to talk about battling because this is Battlecast. And just Wait, battle jumping cast. into it, what have you guys been up to just kind of in general in the last little bit? What have you been up to on Showdown? So... For me on Showdown, it's been a lot of just preparing and testing different teams for uh, the Gym Leader Challenge that we have uh, in Puckle. And besides Mm. that, with the recent update of OU Blitz, it's been a lot of fast-paced gaming. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to talk about that one here in a little bit. But you bring up a good thing, Claude, that I want to make sure everyone's aware of. Uh, you guys are all welcome to participate in the Puckle Summer League, which is where you go around and challenge some of these guys here to gym battles. They have types that they have to have. You've heard the spiel a couple times. They have types they've got to use. You can just use whatever you want so long as it's OU legal. You only have a few more weeks left for badge collection. Do you, do, do you know the last 11th. date? August 11th. Thank you, Claude. So you have until then to collect all your badges. You need eight to advance to the bracket at the end that determines the finalist. I think there are eight. 10 gym leaders. It, yeah. It depends on how many people collect badges, I think, but Oh, okay. I didn't hear about that update, I but know, yep. I, I, it's usually 8. Go for all of them yeah. if you can and feel free to rechallenge the gym leaders just like you do in the game and it's a grand old time. It's a lot of fun. I did it last year and Claude's doing it this year. 
It's great. Yeah, I'm actually working on one right now as we speak. <laughs> Huzzah! I hope it's finished by the time this podcast comes out. You're I not playing so. me, so it could be. <laughs> well, the in-game timer is only an hour per oh, player. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. My joke is dashed. Linian, what have you been up to? So I uh, decided I was going to tank my rank in an interesting way. And um, <laughs> I was like, I'm feeling good about my ranking. Let's fix that. So um, Megalopony has uh, normal, uh, has Scrappy. I was like, I'm just going to get, I'm like, all I need is power up punch last resort. Oh my oh, god! It didn't work even once. Uh, <laughs> it was tremendous, terrible fun. Oh my gosh! That reminds me of Ambipom back in the Gen Four days. Fake out last resort. That's stupid. It's still around now. <laughs> and you know what? It was some of the most fun I've ever had. Losing very badly. Um, oh do you know what eats that alive? Uh. Anything? Basically, Everything. basically, all of the top offensive threats do not care. So, <laughs> so that didn't even work. Um, but it was, gosh darn it, it was fun. It sounds fun, and power up punch giving you the boost right before you start doing that. That sounds really fun. <laughs> it, it just dies immediately to. Lando, Magirna, Ash Greninja, Tapu Koko, Cartana. Yeah. That sounds like the top ten of OU. Basically, hey. it really doesn't do good. The only thing I could think of is augmenting it with Fake Out. Fake Out, then Power Up, yeah, then that, start last That's going to get me Ooh. over the speed gulf that was killing me against the Ash Greninjas, who didn't yeah. care, just clicked Hydro Pump, and then kept going. <laughs> yep. Hey, you, you at least had a chance to win those fights if they, <laughs> you know, missed. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that didn't work. Uh, other than that, I've been uh, running around with a variant of the Blacephalon Hyper Offense team. Uh, which I that was fun, though. love to death. Uh, Rabombi is my new good friend. Ah, <laughs> uh, Rabombi's bonkers. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I've... I've been doing a lot of the Mix and Mega metagame. Oh, oh my gosh. It's so much fun. What is that one again? I so don't remember the rules to that one. Uh, with a couple of bands, any Pokemon can use any Megastone, where it just applies the relevant oh. stat changes, type changes, and ability changes to it. Um, That's right. It's bonkers, and I love it. <laughs> That sounds like a lot of fun. I remember reading about that once when it was other metagame of the month at one point. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Have it you is ever wanted Megatoxapex? Because now you can. Uh, my favorite... Megatoxapex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite thing to do is to take uh, Tapu Koko, get it to set uh, Electric Terrain. Uh, everyone's like, oh, it's gonna. it's not the Mega, it's going to be something else. And then you turn it into basically anything on top of boosted terrain. Uh, oh, Mega, no. <laughs> if you want to go full meme, there's nothing that outspeeds a Tapu Koko that turns into a Mega Manectric, and then you drop their attack. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, that works. It doesn't. Oh, my. But it's fun. <laughs> 
I don't give good ideas, Claude. I give bad ideas that are entertaining to see executed. Yeah? I wonder what a Gardevoir... Never mind. That's... <laughs> Mega Gardevoir Tapu Koko applying pixelate to any... Th- oh, no. Well, I need to stop. Tapu move pool kind of sucks. I considered it for Mega Altarianite because I tend to prefer that chunk of extra bulk. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that thick... It really... Tapu Koko has a bad normal type move pool. Yeah. Just really return. Oh, well. Well, what I've been doing, just to kind of get myself excited for when Sword and Shield inevitably drops, I've been trying to just ladder on OU, but using only Pokemon that I know for a fact will be in Sword and Shield. And I can't use Megas, I can't use Z-moves, it, it's only the Pokemon that we know are there in ways that we assume will be legal. And let me tell you, <laughs> doing that against things that are running like Mega Mawile and things like that, that you can't really stop. It's a little, it's a little rough. It's a little rough of a time. What was it that came out recently that I was so excited? Ferrothorn, because... Up until that point, the only kind of semi-OU viable things were, like, Roserade and Serena. And Toxapex <laughs> and Hydreigon. Toxapex just came out. I was just looking for um, for a Grass-type, though, oh, this just because I'm, I'm doing Sub-DD Gyarados, which is awesome. Oh, my gosh. Which, which Sub-DD Gyarados? Oh, there's Omega, so it has to be regular form. Yep, it has to be regular form. Can't be Z-form either, so Intimidate. <laughs> It's bulky, bulky boy. I forget what I calced it for, but it's it's great. The subs don't break to something relevant. I don't know. It's unimportant because, you know, it'll probably change come November. But, you know, Flygon's good. Bronzong's good. Clefable's real good. It's been a lot of fun just kind of playing in this restricted format. Playing your stall? No, no, not really. Like, Sub-DD Gyarados, that's not really stall, because it's, no, like, bounce waterfall. No, but you said Clefable, and I'm thinking of I just need rocks. Fine. Uh, there's Tyranitar on there, because I anticipate Hydreigon's gonna be ugly, so I've got Assault Vest Tyranitar on there to at least put some kind of stopper on Hydreigon. Well, I mean, it does get Focus Blast. It does, but even then, it's Assault Vest Tyranitar with max special defense. It doesn't in the sand, I guess. Quite do it. Yeah. It, it that turns Focus Blast into like a neutral move. Exactly. At that point. <laughs> Which it's it's gross. It's real gross. Tyranitar is so fat with the assault vest. It's usually used right now to counter Mega Alakazam. So it's been fun doing that in just regular old OU, just kind of playing around. I've been having fun. And then what is going to be the first half of our topic came out. <laughs> and that kind of changed what I was doing. Yes. So, yeah, that's what we've been kind of up to. So we're going to dive into what's been going on in the tiers as we do at the beginning of every battle cast. So we'll be right back. Now it's time to see the results of this month's blood, sweat, and tearing. And welcome back. We're going to be starting to talk about the tiers and all the changes that have happened in the last month and just other general updates in that regard. So we're starting from the bottom this time, unlike last time. So, Linian, tell me what's up in PU. What is up in PU? Well, honestly, there's one big change 
And then a couple of other smaller ones. Uh, Guzzlord has been banned, proving that that thing can actually be useful in some form. <laughs> uh, Guzzlord is just kind of getting the can there, which we'll see some changes, but I I don't think too much will be tweaked. Uh, Mesprit, on the other hand, getting banned is significant. Um, um, and that was that was just usage update, I think, yep, too. It yeah, usage update. It, it wasn't so much a, yeah it wasn't so much a ban my mistake but it, it was it just got pulled out um yeah but that's big that was kind of it was just everywhere <laughs> yeah uh, like it, it was the Lando of PU it was the Lando of PU and then it got moved out which is great uh you know what <laughs> if you if only there was a way to rotate out things that did really well maybe that yeah, would like acting like they don't exist fresh. Uh, the huh, other thing that you know, changed, we got Pharisee down in PU. That's always good to have discount Ferrothorn. Uh, Chinchino also in uh, PU now, which is fantastic. Uh, I I long for a place to use that beautiful face stomping <laughs> tail Chinchino. I love those things. And also the dawn, the, the shiny stone. I love it. I hate that. Learned that a couple it. weeks ago. Shut up, Seth. <laughs> Anyway, that's that's kind of PU. So just moving up the ladder, Claude. What's going on with NU? Uh, so there was really only one big change to NU. I mean, besides a couple of the drops, like Mega Obama Snow and P dropped to PU, which my boy. We now have a Mega in PU, which is kind of fun. Oh yeah, we forgot about forgot to mention yeah. that. That's the only Mega in PU, right? I think so. I think. I believe so. I maybe. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna flip a coin here and say yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it is now the only mega NPU. Wow! But the the big thing that happened happened to one of my favorites, <laughs> and that's why we picked you for this. I know, <laughs> making me talk about the banning of vile plume and NU. Uh, <laughs> so to sum up, a lot of what happened is vile plume was a very low risk, high reward mon in NU where there weren't a lot of good checks to it. Um, and this mainly came from there being a lack of good steel types in NU. Like, you have certain things like Silvalli Steel, and that's... I mean, you have things like Steelix, but Steelix isn't a Bioplume counter. Yeah. Um, specifically because, like, it also plays a lot around with hacks because of the effect spore ability and just sludge bomb poisons. It can do. Plus, just in the cover, in the tier, it has, like, decent power. Yeah. For yeah. being a flower, which is great. But yeah, it was almost an overwhelmingly vote to ban Vileplume to NUBL? Or is it U- mm-hmm. or RUBL? Uh, actually, it would be RUBL. To RUBL. Um, I think. It's a sad day, but the flower had too much power. Yep. So that's pretty much the... The NU tier update. Moving up, we've got RU, which has been in the process of doing all those retests, as we've mentioned, I think, a couple times in the last few battlecasts, and one of them is completed, and Mega Absol remains banned in RU. It, it, it did not drop down, so there's that. Uh, but between them, I think we were talking about this last time. I don't remember if the testing process had concluded at that point. I don't think it had, but Linoon has been banned from RU. This is just not my day. (laughs) No, it is not. (sighs) 
It was deemed too powerful and way too easy for it to get set up because it only needs one turn. Mm. Um, and kind of like with NU, it's an oppressive power with a lack of steel types that are really, really solid. So that was why Linoon ended up in, I guess, what is it? R-U-B-L, U-U-B-L, I forget which I one it is, is but you guys at home know. Yeah, U-U-B-L, I think. But, yeah, moving up, though, it's this is the most interesting part, because, as usual, spoiler alert, nothing happened in OU and Uber, so, you know, big shock there. For this We're wrapping generation. it up with... For this generation, yeah. Ugh. Um, I don't even know, they haven't announced if they're going to do any further OU tests at the moment, uh, but mm-hmm. UU has a couple fun changes just in the last month. I'll take the top one. The first one is that as of last recording, Mega Altaria was being suspect tested and that remains unbanned. So you can keep your fluffy dragon in UU. It's not going anywhere. It's not too powerful yet. Mm-hmm. And so what dropped from OU, Linian? What dropped into UU during that test? Well, just from usage stats, uh, Mimikyu and Mega Pinsir both dropped down to UU. They were insta-banned because they were doing the M-Alt test, and they didn't want to... Yeah, basically, you can't... It's so much of a change. Um, Mimikyu is being suspect-tested and will likely be unbanned, uh, just going by what it looks like in the thread. Um, the, the voting's already in progress, so that'll be any time now. Um, I think Mimikyu coming in is probably a good thing for the Mega Altaria. Uh, yeah. Because now, because that can, it can sword stance while alt sets up or whatever, and then it just comes into the play rough. It, it, it's an answer to Mega Altaria that didn't exist, and I think with it, I doubt we'll see another test of Mega Altaria. At all. I don't think it's yeah. an answer to Megaltari at all. <laughs> it's it's definitely a check if the thing is intact. If disguise is If up, you play yeah. your cards right, yeah. Well, but, yeah, I mean, the same thing is true. It's like, oh, cool, you can also Cotton Guard up. And that's suddenly, true. now you can't touch it. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely something that uh, UU teams, mm-hmm. that UU hyper-offense teams were lacking oh, yeah. and will be a good tool for those, but... I definitely think it, it'll, it will keep Megaltaria more in check. Yes. Yeah. It'll make make it think twice about what it's doing. But it's going to make Scizor that much better. Yeah. Yep. But Scizor is the god of UU, and there's basically nothing anything can do about that. Yep. What new friend of Thatch's has entered the realms of UU, though, Claude? So, the newest member of the UU squad is Fur Alligator. All right, and that was it. <laughs> There's really not a whole lot to say. It's just here. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you could use it in, in UU in the first place. It's just kind of gaining traction, so yeah. I mean, that. Sheer Force Life Orb is very tough to deal with. Yeah. Um, and I think it was used a lot during the Megaltaria testing, just because it has a good matchup. And yeah, you I can ice punch it and don't, Sheer Force it. Yeah, I don't think it... What's it called? I think it kills Megaltaria most of the time with a nice punch. Probably. I I don't have a calc in front of me, but yeah, probably. It's a strong boy, so Thatch, you're welcome. It's it'll be OU in no time until November. So No, yeah. it'll be just it'll catch on a single water route. It's the only other starter. <laughs> the only other one. It's Charizard it's and for alligator, alligator, and that's it. <laughs> oh my. But yeah. 
that's kind of the tier update. The The last thing that I want to just mention real fast, I know that you guys were really, really interested in this particular suspect testing process, but Latias, the girl, has been unbanned in Gen 4 OU. Huzzah! After I a left. test that was six months long. So I can now use the Gen 4 OU team that I first used back in like 2008 or 9. Yeah. We have uh, a dragon again in OU that isn't Dragonite or Flygon. Uh, I remember when they banned that thing in actual sad. Gen 4. I was devastated. Yep. It was like the, the center of my team. Yep. I loved it. Oh well, it's back now. So all those all those Puckalonians who were just playing Gen Four, Gen Four, Gen Four OU, you, you can use Latias now. You're welcome, all two of you. But yeah, that kind of wraps up the tier update. So we won't hesitate any longer. We're gonna dive into this topic because it's our rotation. We're gonna be talking OU and kind of the wrapping up of everything. So we'll be right back. And now for our main topic. And welcome back to the topic. This time we're going to be talking about the OU metagame because that's what we do every four months is review the current state of the union and the union being the OU tier. So the union, the, f- the OU, OU, the O union, yep. the O union. Oh. Yeah. Oh no! Oh yes, <laughs> the state. Oh, oh, oh yeah, the union. <laughs> <laughs> wow, let's, ah, let's we're keeping all started. that in for sure. <laughs> we're keeping all that in because that's the summary of OU. It's just kind of like new new paint on the same wall because it hasn't changed in a while. But it's more like another coat of the same paint. Yeah, it's and like the room keeps getting smaller. Less beige. You know, where it's like an off-white, but also It's like not. an off... We went from beige to off-beige. <laughs> it's like eggshell to like egg-white eggshell. <laughs> exactly. You guys are right on the money. <laughs> really, we just rubbed some dirt on it and called it paint. Let's be honest. And you know what would be helpful is if we rub that dirt on it very quickly. <laughs> that would be a good thing. You know what? I think we should make a whole ladder out of this. What are you saying? And that ladder will be called OU Blitz. OU Blitz. (laughs) We have a song for it. It goes very fast. But OU Blitz is the newest newest rage on Smogon. It was announced a few days ago, about a week ago now, actually. Um, And it is an entirely new ladder that just uses the OU rules, but in a different way. So you still can't bring, like, crazy Ubers into there. it's, It's OU rule set. Except when it comes down to timing. Claude, tell me about the timing. So, normally you have five minutes of time in your bank. Certainly seems like that. Or something like that, normally, (laughs) uh, to play your games. However, with this, you're allowed 30 seconds at team preview, and then every turn you have exactly 10 seconds to make your move. Yep, or else you time out and you lose. And you know what? That's all I was using anyway. This is perfect. 
<laughs> That's why we have Linian on. Yeah. He's the expert on this. For someone like me, who likes to eat and do showdown at the same time, I can't really do both. Who needs no, not really. You or, have the blood of your enemies. Or something like Thatch does sometimes, where he'll run over to showdown and do a quick calc. Nope. Can't do that. Or someone like anybody else who you've encountered on the ladder. I know you've all found them. You're definitely not these people, but the ones who trash talk you the entire time that their turn is supposed to be going on. Why'd you do that move? That was stupid. You're an OU scrub. Where's your stealth rocker? They can't say anything because they only have 10 seconds. Well, you can. You just have to be really fast. No, just get macros. That's how I did it. Yeah, copy pastas or just throw in the question mark after their move. Yep, I've seen a couple of those. But the other thing that I am so thrilled about being a more defensive player that likes to annoy people is that my opponent doesn't feel the need to timer stall me. <laughs> so you, you you admit that you're the bad guy. You're just now the bad guy when the good guy can't fight back dirty. I'm the bad guy. Well, duh. So I do think there are a couple of really good things about OU Blitz. Yeah. Uh, specifically, it forces you to have to learn calcs and memorize them to be good at the tier mm-hmm. like it, i look at it as the equivalent of like speed chess where you only have so many seconds to do your move and then you wait for them to do something and then you do your thing and it's just so fast that if you don't know everything you're not thinking a couple of turns ahead then you're gonna get behind granted this is also the perfect time if you ever want to try out something or use a random meme Anything that can throw yeah. your opponent off and they're like, what? And they have to think about something? Yeah, I That's suggest yeah. Away. a megalopony. <laughs> a megalopony. This is your chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's very conducive to exactly two play styles. One is the people who are incredibly skilled and are, like you said, Claude, ready to really throw off your opponent with something unorthodox or that they know the ins and outs to the calcs to and all that that's a very good strategy for here because people don't have the time to react to something that's unexpected the other play style that i feel like more people will gravitate towards however is brainless hyper offense monster kill everything in front of you it doesn't matter what types are i mean it's true but hey (laughs) linean style offense Linian has one style, and it's death. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, if you are if you only have a few seconds to click a button, why not click the one with the highest base power? Why not click the one you're choice locked into, anyway? <laughs> that, too. <laughs> or turn one, set up, turn two, kill. Yeah. Why set up? <laughs> Just use an Ultra Beast. <laughs> they get that when you knock something out, anyway. There you go. That's what I've, That's one of the things I've personally been using on on one of mine for that exact reason. Soften up the team, throw out Cartana with a scarf on it, and just go to town. Yeah. Uh, Start Cartana in this is very, very powerful. Yeah. The other thing that's just gross and everywhere, especially like the first couple of days, was my favorite combination ever, Coco Halucha. That's your favorite combination? Everywhere. No, it's one of his least favorite. That's why he brings it up. When I see a Halucha in team preview, I just get tilted from that moment. So me using Halucha in the, in this ladder just to see how it is, I'm still kind of tilted. I'm still in a tilted mood. You tilted yourself. I did. I did it to myself. It's my own fault. I even used a suicide lead. Are you proud of me, boys? Yes! <laughs> uh, I am not sure if I'm proud or disappointed. 
<laughs> it's like seeing Lex Luthor stop a bank robbery. Like, it's probably good, but, like, some part of you just feels like something's gone horribly wrong. His potential is somewhere else. See, despite the bannings, Linoon is a lot of fun here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or something crazy like that, like the Halucha combo, like, uh, Linian, you're gonna love this, <gasps> Minior would be fantastic here. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like you don't have time to react. You don't. You can't do anything to stop this thing because you only have a few seconds, and it's at plus fifty in front of you. Yep, that, I've seen a lot of Alola Nine Tails. A lot of the Aurora Veil offense is just super fast. That and like webs, because it's you get that up, and you don't have time to think through your plays of oh, is this the right thing? Does this kill? Can I make sure this works? No, you just have to go and you have to hope. And that's a lot of the like hyper offense mindset of. I need to do A, B, C to win, not how do I react to you. There's a lot less of that reaction style, which is why Stahl does not do nearly as well. That being said, one thing I've noticed that people forget about is how many hazards are down. Oh, yeah. So if you can if you can just toss, to, especially with their animation being so fast, they don't realize that rocks and three layers of spikes are down. They're just keeping on switching because that's what they have time to do. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. If you can take advantage of how little time your opponent has to think about something, if they're in their own head only doing their their thing, then you can you can seize that and either like set up on your own, do spikes, throw out your niche attacker like a Linoon or a Minior. Well, now, one of the things that I've seen that's been a very double-edged sword is something like uh, Volcarona, where a lot Ooh. of people where it's like, you don't have time. Like, a lot of time to think. So it's like, oh, I come in, I click defog on this thing. And then suddenly that dies. Like, a lot of times I've seen a Lando click defog on something just to get it off. I'm like, oh, I need to preserve my Volcarona. And then it dies while you still have a check to it. Yep. Like, that's that's the biggest thing you miss out with all these turns is, all right, how do I win the game? You don't have the time to think. It's a matter of survival. Yeah. Can I make it to the last turn? Six choice scarfed ultra beasts. You now have my way of how. No, don't do that. I'm not actually recommending this. Choice scarf guzzlord. Here we come. Uh, iron ball guzzlord, and then you use fling. <laughs> there you go. Stab. Flawless. So I will say anything that has high jump kick, they're gonna click high jump kick if it's super effective. So running like protect on ferrothorns and heatrans. Oh, it's hilarious. Yes, it is. Absolutely really was. Protect becomes such a good move here. Yeah. Because you know, all right, I'm going to click Protect this turn. Great. I have time to think for uh, maybe a couple extra seconds. Yeah. And now my opponent's like, what do I do now? Or they'll click the exact same thing again in most cases. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It, it's It's really fast, and it kind of... It's a great way to kind of wrap up the feeling of OU. You know what I mean? kind of a new way to play the ladder that has been quote-unquote stale for a long time it's been stale since we really settled out with uh zero aura that was the last real injection of new blood that we had all right i, yeah. I disagree because i think the zygarde banning was huge and i think we've that's finally what i was gonna settled well, yeah. after that so yeah. like we don't have a lot I'm, i would i'm actually curious to see what would have happened if like uh if uh, sun and moon got uh meltan yeah, that would have been bonkers. Yeah, that would have been great. Guess what didn't happen, and guess what's not gonna happen? <laughs> that 
Just wait, though. Gen 8, Meltan's going to be there. I Maybe. honestly hope so. Go exclusive. That would be, I think, a really dumb decision on their part to be like, we're going to show <laughs> you this new Pokemon that's only in Let's Go and then not put them in Sword and Shield. Yeah. They... Let's just say that big, uh, high-profile blunders aren't exactly outside of the realm of possibility anymore. That is uh, so true. Uh, but while we're while we're in this kind of mindset, we're going to go ahead and transition to part two of the main topic that we want to talk about. Because this, with the with how we're doing the battlecast, this will be the last recap of OU before Sword and Shield drop on us. The next one will be if everything stays the same around the end of November. So we'll have had the new OU for a couple of weeks. So we kind of wanted to take a look back, take a look and see what the biggest uh, titans, for instance, of OU were over its tenure. So we're going to kind of just have a discussion now about what we think the biggest monstrous influences in the OU tier from Sun and Moon, the very beginning, to where we are today. And I think all three of us are in agreement that the biggest, single, most influential piece of OU from the very get-go is probably Landorus Therian. Yeah. Uh, just to give an idea of what, like, this is something that the, I believe the Smogon forums are doing, like, as a group. But these mm-hmm. are some of the current nominees that they have. Uh, it's Zygarde, Magirna, I should say Zygarde 50%, uh, Toxapex, Doug Trio with Arena Trap, uh, Tornadus Therian, Heatran, Mega Metagross, Volcarona, Mega Mawile, Ferrothorn, Celesteela, Lando, Tapu Lele, Tapu Bulu, uh, Pelipper, Theramosa, Halucha, Kartana, both Ash Greninja and regular Greninja, Mega Alakazam, and Coco. Yeah, that's their current pool of nominees that they have in the thread. Mm. I think that comes out to about 22. I forgot how to count years ago, so I take your word that on it. But those are the big, those are the nominees for what a lot of people think might be the most influential Pokemon. And like I said, I think Lando T is up there at the top. Currently, as of this month in the 1825 ranking, it's at 51% usage. So you flip a coin, Lando might be on the opponent's team. That's the usage that we're at now. So yeah, it's, it's good. It's a great suicide lead scarfer defensive offensive z move it can do a little everything well i mean if we're going to talk about the big things of the of gen 7 ou you have to look at all the new things that came out this generation mm-hmm. that made a huge impact like I, I immediately think of you got all these new tapus with the fairies and terrain which yeah terrain which too sparked halucha like quite a bit um out, yeah. outside of that you have the uh, introduction of Ash Greninja this generation. Ugh. Right? Was I, it this generation or last generation? I think so. I yeah. think it was... No, it, it was a reward for doing the Sun and Moon demo. Yeah. Yeah. The Ash Greninja is something that, like, its impact I have a very love-hate relationship with. Because <laughs> uh, on one hand, I like... I mean, it's me. I like a, a nice, strong offensive tool. I just wish it was less good yeah i wish it was less one size fits all i wish you had to build around it more but it, it really just slaps on to everything nicely and gets a kill 
Yeah, like, goes to town. You see a lot of YouTubers using a lot of these like obscure teams with a bunch of random Pokemon, and then you throw an Astro Ninja on there, and it suddenly oh, you viable. Yeah, because very true. It is that good that it can win with two stab attacks, being Hydro Pump and Dark Pulse. Yeah, I think that's definitely up there. The other thing that I think is definitely is going to take probably the number two spot is the other just most adaptable thing in Magirna. Oh yeah, because. That, that sucker has been able to adapt to all stages of the metagame, be yeah. that the Assault Fest to stop Greninja and other special attackers, because Psychic Spam got huge. Mm-hmm. Um, straight going offensive with Shift Gear and Fleur Cannon, just go into town. Um, there's been the Stallbreaker set, which is like sub-pain split. There's Heart Swap to stop crazy monsters like me who like using Reuniclus or setting up in front of it. It's It can do a little bit of everything. And I'm surprised, honestly, that it stayed in OU for this long. Yeah, people have been saying from the beginning that it's basically broken. I think mm-hmm. the problem is it's broken in the same way Lando is. The way that they don't yeah. want to touch because they built too much of their precious castle around it. Yeah, they both do a really good job at keeping everything else kind of in check. Lando checks physical, Magirna checks special with the assault vest. And they both have the ability to just both set can up sweep. sweep. Yeah. Yeah, I, they're very similar, just on opposite spectrums. I mean, and then if you want to keep going into the defensive realm, we got one of the biggest defensive additions this generation in Toxapass. My boy, my first thing that I are that I caught and bred in Sun and Moon, my boy Toxapex. I ah. and it's coming back it's next coming gen. Back. I'm not even free. <laughs> <laughs> Alolan Ferrothorn is coming back, baby! <laughs> uh, there's also the advent of Thousand Arrows. Uh, it's finally available. Um, given Zygarde actual usage and an actual stab move. It was fun to use in Gen 6 as a coil abuser with Earthquake Extreme Speed, but now it just needed Thousand Arrows. That's all it needed. Did, did it even get E-Speed last gen? I don't think it did. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, but you have a ground-type move that can hit every type of Pokemon, and suddenly, what else do you need? I thought that was another cube move. Nope. It, it's available on the cube, but it learned it through level up in Gen 6. I used it. Huh. You learn more every day. Yeah. Zygarde is huge. It was only recently banned, too, so it's been an OU for almost the entire time. So, the like the other two things that I think are important to talk about with having significant impact was uh or his first terrain we got yeah. automatic setters in the tapus and i think all of them besides bulu have or have some sort of defining aspect I, but mainly lele and coco yeah just lele adding the raw power of just psychic terrain and propelling mega alakazam uh you have coco with just a very fast electric type, which has always been good, mm-hmm. but with a good move pool. <laughs> uh, and then Terrain just helping out Halucha. Suddenly, oh, cool. I can come in with this one item, get a defense bonus, and double speed instantly without doing anything else. Yeah, because previously it was restricted to like Citrus Berry, and it had to set up subs using its natural speed. Or like Power Herb or- and Sky Attack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too. Uh, there were a lot that... Halucha got a lot of nice 
easy toys that and let I it, hate it. It took it from something that was on the cusp of being good to on the cusp of being broken. And it's going to be back in Gen 8. Yeah, but the Tapus uh, won't, so... But we have Dynamax. We have Dynamax Thunder Punch. Set it yourself. <laughs> we have Dynamax to set terrain. Halucha's not going anywhere. It's just a little harder. Well, then you just use Corviknight's G-Max move. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think we would be remiss, too, about not mentioning Ultra Beasts until this long. Oh, yeah. That's another huge thing that came out of this gen. Uh, we've got three in this nomination, and there are some others that are really good. Uh, three in this pool that we're looking at is Celesteela, Kartana, and Feramosa. Feramosa had a was monstrous impact. basically immediately, but boy howdy, do I remember yeah. how oppressive that thing so, was. So, Feramosa wasn't yeah. immediately banned, because the first thing was Mega Metagross. Yeah. It actually took a while for Feramosa yeah. to get out. I seem to remember it was in the first couple of months. It, um, it was, but still. Yeah. it was Longer than it should have been. Yeah. Oh, I think you could still bring Feramosa back, and it wouldn't be as bad now. But I'm also nuts, so. Yeah, you're a little crazy. I, I disagree with you there, That's but, fun. you know. But, like, I mean, if you look at, like, the standard metagame now, I mean, Celesteela has a great defensive typing. Mm-hmm. And if it kills something, it has, like, a good move pool, and if it kills something, it's even harder to kill. Yep. And then you have the and Cartana's just the opposite of that, except it it it's the one that does the killing. Exactly. Now, one interesting uh. thing I think about this list is they they include Pelipper, and I think that's brilliant. Yeah, because they gave it Drizzle, and they gave that to a couple of other things. Uh, they gave uh, what's it, Drought to Torkoal, Sandstream yep. to Gigalith. And, and they gave uh, well, I guess they didn't give any. Oh no, they did. They gave uh, Vanilla Snow Warning. Yep, yeah. and. As well as Alolan Ninetales. Yeah. Right, mean, the only one that matters, setter. though, is Pelipper, because Rain has just taken off this generation. It has something that can heal, which is the biggest thing. Yeah. And it has momentum and U-turn. Because yep. before you had Politoed, and Rain, I think, was only viable in Gen 5 OU, and is still viable in Gen 5 OU. Yeah. Uh, and then it's... This offers such great roll compression on a Rain team. Oh, yeah. Because it can def- it can be your defogger too, defog scald, and uh, roost your main, U-turn. You're not going to run a team without Mega Swampert. And what's its right? What's Pelipper's one week or like biggest weakness? Electric Swampert's immunity exactly, or yeah. it rocks which Swampert resists. So like it it actually fits really well, and I think it was a really important tool. Um, Get ready for Seismitoad next gen, boys. <laughs> Well, we'll see what happens when the thunderstorm field comes out. <laughs> yep, that'll be fun. I wonder if that'll make it into like battles. I doubt it, but that would be such a cool like Z Max move to set thunderstorm. Yeah, oh, that would be interesting. That would be cool. G Max Plasma Fist boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I completely forgot that uh, Paramosa was a spinner. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, you can. <laughs> It can, you could do that. I mean, it's, it's basically like, like running Defog on Scarf Cartana. That's exactly yeah. what they use it for. They only needed three moves. I mean, we can also talk about Naganadel <laughs> showing up. All one week that it was here. Yeah, and how it just sort of overpowered the metagame. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good recap, though, about like 
where OU, how it's been, how we have advanced. These are the big things that we think have some of the biggest influences. We've had a little discussion on each one of them. Um, I want to hear what your guys' take is on what do you think you'll be happy to see next gen and what do you think you'll miss the most? Just from the information that we know now. How do you, what do you think will, what would you like to see in OU? What are you going to miss the most in OU? I know what I'm going to miss. And they're my boys, the prime number boys, the ultra beasts. (laughs) So Um, that's if they're not back. There isn't an ultra beast I don't like. Uh, And they're all very fun. They get snowball-y, sure, but in a very interesting way. A way I feel like you can really build around. Uh, Their designs Mm -hmm. are wonky, and I love seeing them. I like people pretending that they're actual normal things instead of these alien monsters. (laughs) Uh, And what I'm... I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to a lower power ceiling. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you I, took mine. If the top and the bottom are closer together, you tend to get more variety in what gets used. Uh, people like to um, <laughs> I'm not going to say what I initially thought, defecate over uh, <laughs> a lot of the pre-bank metas because, oh, I, I never know what's going to happen. I, the, the matter was never solved. I never knew what to bring. And that's that's amazing. That's good. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that it breeds innovation. I don't know how likely that is, but I, I have I have hope. Mm-hmm. What about you, Claude? What are your thoughts? Like, I'm going to miss... Well, I'm expecting not all the legendaries to make it into the game. Which I think is a yeah. fair assumption, and very logical. A assumption. lot of them, I think, help define a lot of the OU metagame. And I loved using some of them. Like I love using Zapdos. I love using Tornadus. Uh, and I kind of I'm gonna miss seeing a lot of those people. But I'm also thrilled that I get to use a lot of these other Pokemon that aren't considered legendaries and actually use them and have them be viable. Especially because Dynamaxing is for any Pokemon. It seems. But Gigantamaxing isn't, and who knows how much of a power difference that is. Exactly, and who knows what else they'll be. Because I don't think... I, I, I think the Ultra Beasts are going to somehow show up. I want that to be true. I just don't think it is. Uh, Better knock on something wood right now. I'm going to I'm gonna say it's going to be fun to see that. But right now, I'm just excited for a different metagame. Um, I think we're going to mm-hmm. get something closer to Gen 6 OU next time for Gen 8. Oh, UU. Which, what? UU, basically, in other words. Uh, Gen 6 OU is sort just of. Gen 7 Sort UU. of. But Gen 6 OU was a very good metagame. Yeah. Like, there weren't a lot of, like, super big gimmicks. It was just Z-moves. And even yep. then, there were me- you could run a team without, Z- without Omega, and you'd be fine. I mean, it was just Megas. Sorry, I said Z-moves. I understood what yeah. you meant, but yeah. But, and it worked really, really well. Either that or it'll be closer to, like, probably Gen 4 OU, where it's, you'll have 400 Pokemon to play around, 4 or 5, maybe 600 Pokemon to play around with, depending on how generous Game Freak is. And yeah, you have to just work with what you got. Uh-huh. And I, I'll tag on to that because my thought is very similar, and I'm going to kind of cheat here by saying that I'm going to miss and look forward to not having the same thing which is Megas. 
because I love me- I love the Megas. I love the mechanic. Um, I love something that can absorb a knockoff because that move is going to go crazy next gen when there's all the items that you know couldn't be knocked off. They're all gone now. Um, but the thing that I I'm going to really miss using them because they gave new coats of paint to really cool Pokemon. But I look forward to a metagame where basically the base stat total average isn't raised by 100. You know what I mean? Because with the Megas existing, that just innately raised the total number of base stats and cranked up the power creep just because of it existing. Um, I was just going to say, without the Megas being here and, and causing that artificial power creep, I... I'm interested to see how much closer than we think a lot of these Pokemon are going to be together numbers-wise, just from numerical value alone. I didn't think about it before when you said knockoff. We're losing probably two items that were stapled on teams in Pokemon that couldn't be knocked off. So now exactly. it's a free move that can almost yeah. knock something off. I'm almost hoping now that there is like some sort of... I don't want to say like... Uh, some sort of like power buff item that can just not be knocked off. Yeah, sticky hold might become good. Who knows? If it's a defensive good. Pokemon, you might go airmail again. But <laughs> I'm hoping there's something where it's like imagine like a budget leftovers that does like half the power of leftovers, but can't be knocked off. Yeah, like does that become useful? Something yeah, like and that. we don't have either of our poison healers confirmed, so that mechanic isn't here yet. Yeah, we we don't know if. We don't know what items are going to even be in the game. Yep. There's still a lot unknown. Um, We can just hope for the best. I'm hoping Knockoff gets nerfed. (laughs) Yep, probably. We'll see. I think it probably will be a little bit in some way because there's these things that can't be knocked off, but who knows. But, yeah. There is one more thing that I wanted to just mention and kind of clarify because uh, this comes out Mm -hmm. on Thursday. The main show came out on on Monday, and it talked about how the alternate Smogon metagame might be, uh, which is kind of what we're talking about right now, how OU is going to be going forward. And um, from what I was I was researching a little bit, I just wanted to make one clarification that uh, Smogon OU, and this is straight from the folks at the top of the councils and all that kind of stuff, Smogon OU, the regular ladder will mimic cart it will have the same restrictions item wise and pokemon wise and move set wise despite the rapid spin tentacruel problem um it will have those same restrictions in regular ou that'll be where the tournaments are held that'll be what the main thread is uh the alternate metagame that we were talking about this week on monday will be an other metagame, much like Hackmon's, much like something else. It won't be the official ladder. It will be just something else that people put together and maintain for fun. So just wanted to make that clarification because uh, just from what I've been reading and what I've been gathering, that's, that is Smogon's intent, yeah. is that will be what OU is from the very beginning, and it will mimic exactly what's available on the Sword and Shield yeah. cartridges, um, oh, you will so. always be cart. Yes. So, making that clarification, there there might someday be the alternate metagame that we were talking about, but that'll have to be developed independently of 
everything else and it may not be supported as well as the it other things and good. it probably won't even be a ban list it'll probably be more like anything goes it won't have sub tiers yeah. it'll just be here's every pokemon have fun mm-hmm. so get ready for mega ray again uh <laughs> there might be two <laughs> there might be two ou and mega ray OU all and Mega Ray all, but the actual OU ladder will just be what's available on Sword and Shield. That's what they've discussed. That's what the they've come out and said. This is the intent. It will be what's on cart. So, mm-hmm. yeah, take that for what you will. We're going to end, though, on a more happy note, and we're going to review a team that Dr. Geo gave to us that's been really fun to use in general and on this OU Blitz ladder. So we will be right back. And now for the flavor of the month. And welcome back. We're here to review the team by Dr. Geo himself. So tell me, Linian, what did he build this team around? Well, <laughs> it looks like he went, hey, I'm the Columbus Gallades. I might as well try to use them. That is exactly what he did. <laughs> uh, so he's begun with a uh, Mega Gallade, which should probably be uh, a Mega Alakazam. But, you know, here we are. Uh, the Mega Gallade is running a jolly nature, as you'd expect. 252 attack, 252 speed, 4 defense, and the ability justified. Because I guess you're not losing your item to knock off, so you can try it. Yep. If you can switch in and grab a mm-hmm. grab a boost that way, it's better than inner focus. Steadfast. Yep. Uh, once again, I guess that will become inner focus. It's running a sword stance, close combat, zen headbutt, knockoff set. It's pretty straightforward. You want to get the boost, and then you want to just make things die. Uh, it's not quite fast enough, I will warn you. Uh, so <laughs> just be very careful. Um, you only have 10 seconds, but it only takes 2 seconds to hover your mouse above the uh, opponent and see how many speed they have. <laughs> yeah, I think, oh. yeah, that's very true. Yeah, in playing with this team, I think I got through my first six or seven games, and Gallade never hit the field because I didn't need it to hit the field. Oh, because it would die. Follow- I used it a lot in mine. Following up, we have uh, Ash Greninja with Battle Bond. Really, do you need me to tell you the set? But yes. Uh, choice Max Battle Bond, 252 Special <laughs> Attack, 252 Speed, Timid Nature, Hydro Pump, Dark Pulse, Water Shirk, and Spikes. Look, if I had to tell you how to use this thing, you Battle Cast may not be where you want to be starting. <laughs> so, for those of you that uh, don't understand why there's spikes on a Choice Specs Pokemon, um, one of the biggest checks to Greninja in the tier are, well, you have Tapu Bulu and Tangrowth both of which can take any of your hits and then recover the health either through terrain or regenerator. So being able to spike when they're coming in gives you pressure for the rest of their team passively, and then you can switch out and go from there. Particularly if you have yet to transform, because then it makes getting the actual KO that much easier when the time comes. And so I'll go ahead and go next. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Tangrowth, we have Tangrowth as his next thing. It's got an Assault Vest with Regenerator and just max HP, max Special Defense and Sassy Nature with the moveset of Giga Drain, Knock Off, HP Ice, and Earthquake. Pretty standard Assault Vest Tangrowth. 
it's it's good for countering opposing Greninja, provided that it doesn't get worn down. Um, it's even good at surprising a Heatran or two, because it can survive, especially the bulky ones, and Earthquake it. And it's a knockoff user. You need one of those on pretty much every team. There, it's, it's real good, and it stays alive for a nice long time. And speaking of Heatran, that's our next mod, and it's our first Stealth Rock Setter. It's got Flash Fire, 252 HP, 180 Special Defense, 76 Speed with a Calm Nature. I'm unsure of what Geo was aiming for with 76 Speed. Normally, uh, Specially Defensive Heatran run 128 to hit something. Uh, I know that's the number it usually aims for, but we'd have to ask him. Uh, it's a little bit faster than just something. Uh, it's got Lava Plume, Toxic, Protect, and Stealth Rock. So, pretty standard special defensive Heatran. It's it's good for countering Magearna, especially, uh, provided you avoid the Focus Blast. See, I'm, I'm, I but, prefer the Magma Storm set. Yeah. Just because yeah. being able to trap a Toxapex is always nice. Granted, yeah, when you're running... but it's not that big of a threat to this no, team. It really <laughs> isn't. <laughs> and the reason why it's not is because you have... Tapu Lele, which basically turns this into a psychic spam team with Mega Gallade versus its Alakazam. Um, and this is a Phytinium Z Tapu Lele, uh, with Phytinium Z, Psychic, Moonblast, Focus Blast, and then Calm Mind. So our, cause a lot of the Leles you see on the ladder are either Specs or Scarfed, and they switch in expecting one thing, and then you can switch it up and do something else, and suddenly, they don't know what they're doing anymore. Mm-hmm. And then to round out the team, we can't really have an OU team without Landers there. Yeah, boy. Yep. Uh, who is also the second stealth rocker on this team. Uh, this is a choice scarf Landers Therian with max attack, uh, four defense, and then max speed uh, with Jolly Nature with U-turn, stealth rock, earthquake, and stone edge. Uh, I don't know if you need stealth rock on the Landers. No. I, what I did in my own stuff is I swapped that out for defog. See, I swapped it out for explosion. Yeah. Either one of those. I like defog because with like Linian said, Gallade's just kind of not fast enough. And especially on the blitz ladder, which mm-hmm. is where I was testing this for fun. Um, if you get hit by a webs, you die. That's your team is gone. But if you can get Landorus in there and, and get rid of that after you mm-hmm. knock out their web setter, you have a chance. Yeah. This team is very low to the ground. Yeah. Um, yeah, and as we've been playing, like this team suffers greatly to Halucha uh, and yeah. So you, you know what we don't have a single Pokemon that really resists Halucha, even a little bit. <laughs> this is why Mega yep. Alakazam is, I think, a much better choice for this team than Gallade. Is if you can get it in and it just has the speed boost without setting up a sword stance, the acrobatics does not kill. I did not know I don't, that. I may have made that up. <laughs> it does. At least you're honest, Claude. Yeah, at least you're honest. Holy kills. Oh, Alakazam has the defensive paper, even as Mel- Mega. You're right, but it's... Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm entirely right. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, it's not weak to it like Galaxy. It's not weak to it. Granted, like, Halucha without any sword stance is not very powerful. It only has 92 base attack. Like, I think Lele yep. lives a hit. Yeah, I think so. You've got to really apply pressure and keep it from yeah. setting up that sword stance as best you can. Because if it gets 
something. Even at plus one, if you get the Intimidate off with Lando, just, it's yeah. just going to go. <laughs> it's compensated for by the base power behind its moves. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, their best bet is Specs Greninja and hoping to get like a good roll on and then on five of them. Uh-huh. That's before you tr- after you transform, you might be do be- doing better just because it yeah. boosts the power of it. Oh, yeah, definitely better. But, I mean, your plays are to protect on it being uh, water shuriken for those at home. So, one thing with the blitz ladder as I think I mentioned before is that people don't have time to think. So, if your Heatran is in on the Halucha, it's going to go for high jump kick to kill you. And you have protect. And protect's not often used. Yes. It's not often used, so that is something that can help. Um, any little bit of chip can be very useful to just being able to kill it with Greninja. Greninja is your only way to beat the Halucha. And if mm-hmm. they have a strong enough, if they have a offensive team like that, Halucha is going to take out one or two things before you can kill it, and then you're in trouble. Halucha mm-hmm. is just a problem for this team. Yes. Something I've always liked to say is you can't play the field. There is no team that you can make that doesn't have some weakness. This one just has an extreme one. And it's something that's kind of running rampant on that blitz ladder. Because, honestly, it works very well for putting someone in a panic situation. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, yes. As Gio would say, you need to play better. To be- That's what he told me to do when I told him he had a Halucha weakness. He just told me to make better switches. And then I encountered the team that, instead of Coco and Halucha, it was Lele Lucha. So, our Lele just... Just helped him. Exactly. And the problem is Lele will prevent Greninja from yeah. being able to kill him. Yeah. So, like, there's a little bit of bad... I don't want to say bad synergy there, but... Anti-synergy. You run that risk. Yeah. It's something you have to be careful of. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it's a good team. I mean... It is. It's a good example of what Gallade can do. and yeah. Which is not it's pretty much. Good. Unfortunately, yeah, but it's... It's an alternate way to play Alakazam, basically. Yes. If you want the fighting power. Yeah, which is kind of cool. It knocks out Ferrothorn much better, in my opinion. Because especially with them going specially defensive to counter Greninja, you can take advantage of the weaker of its two stats, as far as investment. Yeah, or you can just, you know, as they would say, not miss your focus blasts. But that implies I have to get good, right, Geo? You have to train. You have to put in the hours training with your mons, right? Focus Blast is entirely skill-based. Focus Blast hits when you deserve it. That's that's, when you deserve it. that's really when Focus Blast hits. I have to speak the words. That's the only time I can get Focus Blast to hit. You have to pray to R.M. <laughs> Jesus and hope for the best. Uh, I will divide instead of unite. I will blow this team apart. Life before death. Come on, focus blast. Go, go. Come on. Anyway. Just wake up every morning. Strength before it's quad weakness. <laughs> every morning you have to do just a focus blast one off. Just pick up one mon, go into the, the 1v1 best. ladder, only knows focus blast, and if you hit it, only you know you're going to have a good day. If you miss, well, there's your day. It's like Groundhog Day, but every day. Yeah, exactly. The best part is there's one guy who's sitting there going, I did the thing! <laughs> it's... I'm going to have a great day today. Focus Blast hit this morning. Um, sir. What? Oh, my. 
But anyway, that's the team. Uh, we'll have it in the in the notes for you in the PokePaste form, so you can click that and grab it to run on Showdown yourself and give it a whack on this OU Blitz ladder. It's a lot of fun. It's a different way to play OU that we haven't had before. I think it's great because it's there's no trash talk, so it's it's a whole lot of fun. But other than that, time for some closing thoughts. If you're listening to us, you're listening to it on Puckle Plus, so make sure you catch the main show on the Puckle feed. Also, stay tuned for our other shows. Uh, we've got the TCG cast, we've got Game Corner, and occasionally when Thatch has the time, we've got live shows and things like that. So stay tuned for those on Puckle Plus here. That's where we keep all those. Other than that, if you'd like to follow us more directly and interact with us on a day-to-day basis, please join our Discord. There's a link in the notes, an invitation to join that server. It's a lot of fun. That's where the Summer League tournament is being held, and that's where you can talk to each and every one of our beautiful voices through typed text format in any way that you want to that day. Uh, You know, it's fun. It's where everyone gathers. It's the big hub of all things Puckle. Other than that, there's also our social media feeds, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit for those of you who want to do that. Uh, But mainly it's Facebook and Twitter. Also, YouTube is a big one. We're starting to up our YouTube content. Thatch has been doing a Nuzlocke for Black and White, and he's been posting up the streams from his Twitch channel uh, on the YouTube, as well as just Summer League recaps and things like that. Well, not Summer League, pardon me. Draft League recaps. It's a great place to go for kind of how tournaments are going and all that kind of stuff in Puckle. Uh, On that note, Twitch is another place. Catch us at The Puckle Podcast. Twitch.tv slash The Puckle Podcast. And tune in when we have a stream going on. You can find out when those happen on social media or through the Discord server. And finally, if you're able to, we would love to have your support on Patreon. It helps us do all sorts of things for the community, including sending you guys physical badges for beating these gym leaders. It's a great, great thing. And you guys saw those, right? Yeah. yeah, The badges. Beautiful. I haven't seen one yet. I envy you guys so much, but I've been told they're gorgeous. So if you'd like a set of those, as well as other Patreon perks, feel free to support us on Patreon if you can. Uh, Make sure you get food first, though, as Yoshiro likes to say. But other than that, we're going to wrap up this month's Battlecast, and I have been Seth Vilo. I've been Claude Nine. And I'm Linian, but now with a porpoise. And we'll see you guys next month. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.